Hello, scrumptious listeners. On today's show, our guest is Tom Deere. Tom is a voiceover actor, blogger, and consultant, and audiobook narrator. In today's scintillating episode, Tom and I chat about is it okay to tell a narrator how to perform a line or character in your book, tips for preparing to narrate your own audiobook, and is audiobook narration a viable business, and so much more. Hello, Tom. Hello, Will. It's great to have you on the Book Jump Show. Tom, please do us the honor and walk the Book Jump Show runway. Give our scrumptious listeners some shameless self-promotion, all in one succulent minute. Okay, my name is Tom Deere. I am a veteran voiceover talent. I've been doing it for over 20 years. I've narrated thousands of voiceover projects for dozens of clients and and hundreds of clients in dozens of countries. I specialize in audiobooks, explainer videos, e-learning, industrials. I do the occasional video game and commercial. When I'm not doing that, I'm the VO strategist. I do voiceover business and marketing consulting. I speak at conferences, teach seminars and webinars through Edge Studio, Abacus Entertainment, and other groups. And also when I'm not doing voiceovers, I am producing a comic book known as Agent 122, a digitally painted sci-fi cyborg adventure. That was shameless, Tom. Thank you. Now, I want you to keep in mind that I am a highly unprofessional podcast interviewer, so please be professional. I'll do my best. Excellent. Are you ready for my succulent questions? Yes, sir. Okay. How does someone become an audiobook narrator? Excellent question. Training. You need to get training. There are uh, multiple places where you can do it. Theater training is important uh, because you have to learn how to build and create characters. You have to learn how to tell a story. As an Edge Studio coach, I recommend Edge Studio. There's also lots of great independent uh, audiobook coaches out there, which you can find online. You need to have a lot of time on your hands. You need to have a lot of resources to invest in training and equipment. And you have to learn how to embrace failure over a long period of time. Failure. Don't know what that looks like. <laughs> sure, I doubt. <laughs> Is audiobook narration a viable business? Well, the audiobook industry, it's a billion-dollar business. Uh, millions of people all over the world listen to and love audiobooks of all types of genres. Can you make a living out of being an audiobook narrator? Absolutely. There are many people out there, many, many people out there who uh, make a living out of narrating audiobooks. But um, I won't lie to you, it's an extraordinarily difficult business to excel in. Like I said, it takes a lot of time, training, resources, persistence, and a strong business plan. How much money can an audiobook narrator expect to make annually? Tell us the dirt. Uh, that's a great question. Most audiobook narrators get paid by what's called the finished hour, as in, you know, one uh, hour that it would how many hours of listening that the finished product will wind up being. The union rates are a little over 200 per finished hour. So if you narrate a, say, a 10 hour audiobook, that's $2,000. Now, you're not getting $2,000 per hour. It takes uh, many hours to narrate an actual book, roughly two to three hours per one hour of uh, narration. So there are many audiobook narrators that are out there who are making you know well over $100,000 doing it. It takes longer to do the audiobook because you're also doing the editing? Sometimes you're doing the editing, but it takes for every one hour of finished narration, it takes approximately two hours in the studio because yeah, you know, you're going to make mistakes. There's going to be pauses, maybe looking up a pronunciation. Your German accent turns into French. Your French accent turns into German. And also you need frequent breaks because it's, um, I mean, you're not digging ditches, but uh, it takes a lot of 
focus and physical discipline to be able to sit in front of a microphone for a long period of time and be able to consistently give a great performance. So you have to take a lot of uh, water breaks and make sure your stomach isn't growling and you know make sure that you're comfortable. So um, yeah, there's a lot more that goes into it than you'd think. Okay, but those were the easy questions. Are you ready for the tough ones? Yes. Okay. Do you think that I have what it takes to be a good audiobook narrator? Now be honest, unless you think it's going to hurt my fragile feelings. I'm never in the business of hurting anybody's feelings, but I'm always in the business of being honest. The answer is yes, you have a good voice. However, you need to know how to tell a story. You don't have to have a great voice to be a great audiobook narrator, but you have to be a great storyteller to be a great narrator. Oh, that's easy. (laughs) Well, well answered, Tom. Before we go into the next segment, please briefly tell us about the comic book series you produced, Agent 1.22. Yes, Agent 122 is a 100% digitally painted comic book. Uh, We uh, just came out with our third issue last month. Agent 122 is a cyborg with no memory. She goes on a series of very dangerous missions. If she does a good job, she gets her teddy bear. And if she doesn't, she doesn't. Then they mind wipe her, freeze her, stick her in the locker, and that is her life until it isn't anymore. It is a sci-fi thriller with a lot of depth and themes that we explore, and uh, visually it's gorgeous, and you can find it at agent122.com. What made you decide to go up against the comic book Algopoly and launch your own series? My partner, uh, Angelo Panetta, uh, who actually is an audio composer who actually cut my first demo about 20 years ago, we found this character through another person, David Martin, who's a computer animator in England, and I was tasked with writing a story around this character that he had uh, built uh, while experimenting with computer animation. Web series can't really be effectively monetized, and they're extraordinarily expensive to produce. So I suggested we do it as a comic book. And uh, when digital comic book reading apps came out and the ability to distribute comic books digitally, that's when we started to produce it. Nice. We'll put a link to Agent 122 in the show notes. Lovely. A pleasure. Now let's take a small break from the questions and do a bit of casting in the segment titled Casting Crunch. Tom, you get to show off your acting slash narration chops by reading a slightly revised book blurb, and then you can tell us whom you would cast for the principal role for the movie. Got it? I think I got it. Okay, start whenever you are ready. Okay. Absorbing. Impossible to resist, writes one bribed Washington Post reader. First, there was Columns of Earth, and then world without columns. Two stories of the Middle Ages set in the fictional city of Kingsborough. The epic saga now continues in A Column of Cheddar. In 1557, the ancient stories of Kingsborough Cathedral gaze down upon a city torn apart by religious conflict and Danish cheese. A power in England shifts precariously between Catholics and Protestants, royalty and commoners, cats and dogs. Ned Billard wants nothing more than to marry Mary Fitzgerald. But the lovers find themselves on opposing sides of the religious conflict dividing their broken country. So Ned goes to work for the surprisingly young Queen Elizabeth. The determined and surprisingly reasonably intelligent monarch sets up the country's first secret service to give her early warning of assassination plots, rebellions, bad prose, and invasion plans. But will that be enough to save Ned and Mary's doomed love or make a reader actually buy this lackluster book? Well done, Tom. Thank you. Now, whom would you cast for the role of Queen Elizabeth and why? A, house speaker and never met a black intern that he liked Paul Ryan. B, a Starbucks Christmas coffee cup. Or 
C, best-selling thriller author John Grisham. I would go with B, the Starbucks holiday cup. Why? Uh, More personality. (laughs) I can't argue that. I have a few more questions before we go into our last segment. And the first question is a big one. Are you ready? Yes. Okay. Is it ever okay for an author to tell an audiobook narrator how to perform a line from his book, which I just love doing? No. A big fat no. The author is not the director. That'd be like the screenwriter telling the actors how to perform in the movie that their screenplay was based upon. It is just not done. Also, if an author cannot trust an audiobook narrator to tell their story effectively, then maybe they should either do it themselves or back off. Ouch. (laughs) Okay. So what's the best way to get a stellar performance from a narrator? Trust them. Okay. (laughs) Anything else that we should do? Trust that the person that you cast is the uh, is a is an effective professional storyteller who not only has the right voice and the voice that's in the author's head is usually what they try to get when they're casting somebody, but also trust that they have the experience and the acumen and the passion to be able to tell your story effectively. Different stories are interpreted in different mediums. You read a comic book, for example, but you listen to an audiobook and you watch a movie. So a comic book about Superman, an audiobook about Superman, and a movie about Superman, even though the stories may be the same, will be told in different ways, and there'll be different interpretations. You have to trust that will still be effective storytelling, even though that's not exactly to the letter of what you conceived. Well said. Thank you. Now that we're best buddies and all, <laughs> how much do you charge? Tell us how much you charge for to perform and produce an audiobook. It varies. It depends on the uh, publisher. I have different rates for different uh, clients. Like I said, the um, union rate is a little over, I think it's $225 per finished hour. I have other clients that I've worked with for a long time that I do projects that are labors of love that I get charged a little less than that. And then I have other clients that I get paid a little more, about $300 per finished hour. So it does vary. Okay. How do you approach doing female characters? And I want a non-Trump answer. Thank you for framing the question that way. What I do, I'm fortunate. I'm 46 years old, but I have a relatively young sound. So when I uh, narrate uh, female characters, I don't have too far to go because I don't sound like the Marlboro Man or Sam Elliott. So basically, I just give it a, a lighter touch and a little more articulate, and that usually does the job. Wonderful answers, Tom, to my wonderful questions. Now, it's obvious that you're a comic book fan and you have plenty of experience creating comics. So let's build the ultimate comic book hero together. Are you ready? Yes, sir. Okay. We need a name, something incredibly original like Dragon Ball D or Agua Man. Any ideas? (laughs) Bat dude. (laughs) Bat dude. Okay. (laughs) We'll go with bat dude. Now, let's give bat dude. One or two really superpowers. I'll pick one and you'll pick one. Okay. Okay. I'll go first. So Bat Dude is stronger than any coalition that German Chancellor Angela Merkel could come up with. Uh, Bat Dude has the ability to surf small waves with a single belly board. <laughs> that works. Let's give Bat Dude a sidekick. The little Krakowski. Okay. That could work. He needs a weakness. A kryptonite. Um, area rugs. <laughs> okay. Anything else for Bat Dude? 
An irrational fear of marmots. That might work. You did an incredibly succulent job. But sadly, our interview is almost over. Please work the Book Jump show runway one more time and be sure to tell our succulent listeners where they can find you. You can find me at www.tomdeer.com. That's T-O-M-D as in David, H-E-E-R-E.com. You can also find me as a business and marketing consultant at vostrategist.com, where I do one-on-one sessions to help you see if you can be an effective voiceover business. You can also find me at agent122.com, where you can get the latest issue of my comic book, Agent 122. Thank you, Tom, for joining us for the Book Jump Show. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. If you're looking for an audiobook narrator, be sure to check out Tom's audio demos on his website. Links are in the show notes, at least for the next three to four weeks at bookjump.co. If you enjoyed this episode, share it with a friend and be sure to check out our comedy blog at bookjump.co. I'm Will Norman and you are scrumptious.